0: Well, finally, it's time for the big game here. Let me get this centered. I mean, guys, this Eagles team, though, in my opinion, is on fraud watch. I'm dead serious. I know it's the oldest argument in sports history, saying a good team hasn't played anyone. But this Eagles team hasn't played anyone. This is the easiest regular season and postseason path to the big game in Super Bowl history. Seriously, guys, while I'm talking, go pull it up right now. Go pull up their schedule and just look at the teams they've played and when they've played them. It's preseason game after preseason game. When the Eagles went against the top 10 offense, when the quarterback was actually playing, they gave up 32 points per game. In my opinion, they still haven't even played a playoff game. Over the last two months, they've played seven games. Three of them are against the Giants. The other four, the Bears, who have the number one pick in the draft, the Cowboys, the, that vaunted Philly defense, let that go 24 for 24 against their zone, gave up 40 points and lost. Then they played the Saints and lost to Andy Dalton. I know those last two are with Minshew, but Minshew isn't playing on defense. Then finally, that fourth, that seventh game, they played a 49ers team who literally didn't have anyone that could throw the football look, Jalen Hurts has some big-time passes this year, and look for the Chiefs to play a zone defense with some exotic blitzing, because if you play man, Hurts is going to give it to AJ, and he's going to crush you. AJ might be the best receiver in football against man, so get some pressure on Jalen. It's going to be the key to disrupting this offense. Jalen Hurts, under pressure, has four touchdown passes with two big time throws. He's not in the same galaxy as Mahomes, who has 14 under pressure touchdowns with 16 big time throws. And look, there's something else about Jalen. I mean, I've seen actual doctors that have coached on the sidelines, uh, not coached on the sidelines, doctors on the sidelines for NFL teams, and they say her shoulder injury should be just fine. But is it? Maybe it's in his head. I don't know, but but since that injury, he has completed just two passes beyond 20 yards, and he has only even attempted 19 beyond 10 yards. The best defense against this Eagles offense is getting a lead and facing Hertz to pass. We haven't seen them in a hole where Hertz has to dig them out. And guys. I, I can sit here and tell you, like, and pick the the reasons Eagles should win. It it sounds obvious, right? If we're talking about this Monday, if the Eagles win, like, yeah, they crushed people all season. They had a great record. They have better wide receivers, running backs, offensive line, defensive line, all that. I can go and go and go all day long. But if you think that I am picking against Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl, you're insane. I refuse to wake up Monday morning, walk into my bathroom, look in the mirror and say, you idiot, you picked Jalen Hurts over Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes is 18, six and one as an underdog or as a favorite of less than three. And those 25 t- games aren't against nobody's so or against good teams because to be a favorite against Mahomes, you have to be good. And those 25 examples, he's won 18 of them. I mean, I just let me clarify something. I think so highly of Mahomes. If you get on the social media world and you look, people are starting to think he's overrated, and that's starting to, to be the narrative. If he if he loses this game, if is he overrated, guys? If Mahomes wins this game, he has as many Super Bowl rings as Peyton Manning, and he's been playing for five years. In those five years, he's been to the AFC Championship five times. In those five years he's played let's count them how many true road playoff games has he played zero he's never had to play a road playoff game a true road playoff game neutral site yes but true because they're so good in the regular season let me tell you something Eagles fans I say all this to say Mahomes is gonna be back he'll be here next year but you won't this is your year to get it because you have to pay about to have to pay a quarterback two corners another wide receiver a tight end lineman And all that isn't possible. Eagles fans, this is your shot to win it. and You better take that opportunity because next year, you might not even finish third in your own division. Chiefs are going to roll.
1: Welcome, 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 everybody, to another beautiful edition of DDS Sports Talk here on Thursday night, February the 9th. That was the return, the soft return. It's a soft return, but it is a return nonetheless. Uh,
2: there is not much soft about those. Oh my
1: gosh. He just laid, Thanks. I mean, he laid laid the gauntlet down for the Eagles fans right there. That is Matthew 2 Tone Blue Parker yeah. right there. Couldn't be with us in person tonight because he's on the road, but he did record some stuff for us. Glad to get his Super Bowl prediction in there. We've missed you, buddy. Miss you, Man, miss you. Uh, love to see that big, beautiful bald head of yours. Uh, but yes, guys, welcome. This is DDS Sports Talk. We're fans just like you. Uh, real fans, real talk out here. Before we get started, obviously, this is the uh, Super Bowl prediction show. We're going to have some uh, some two minute takes here having to do with the NBA. Uh, some more NFL talk. Uh, we got some. Uh, we got a little bit of breaking news, but we'll get to that towards the end of the show. But before we get started, guys, down below, go ahead and hit that like and subscribe button for me there on YouTube. Give us a follow and Rumble on Rumble. Follow us on all of our social media: Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at DDS Sports Talk. You can also download the audio versions of all these podcasts on your favorite podcasting platform. Newberry. It is super as you can see in the background. No, we're not in Arizona. That's just the background. As you can see in the background, it is Super Bowl L V I. Mm. Yes, it is. Man, and I mean it's it's already getting spicy up in here talking about of the course. Super Bowl. You we expect nothing less from the man, Matthew Two Tone Blue Parker, particularly when it comes to talking about the Philadelphia Eagles. So
2: happy he could bring it, bring the heat to the show so I don't have yeah. to do it anymore, <laughs> but man, let, let's just before, before we get started, two of the three of us are Blake calls degenerate gamblers. <laughs> <laughs> and for the Super Bowl kicking things off, let, let me talk about the fan duel kick of destiny. Oh, geez, if Rob Gronkowski makes a field goal during the Super Bowl fan duel will release $10 million in free bets. All you have to do to take advantage of this promotion, you have to place a $5 pregame bet. Any bet on the Super Bowl pregame, if Gronkowski makes that kick, you will be a part of receiving $10 million worth of free bets oh my. on FanDuel. Oh,
1: Lord, all of my degenerate gambling friends, one of them sitting right here, one of them you just saw on the screen Mm. there, Matthew Two-Tone Blue Parker,
2: but hey, they do win some money. That's what it's about, man. People want to, they want to bet on coin tosses. Mm -hmm. They want to bet on how long or short over under on the national anthem. Yeah. They bet on the Gatorade color. And you know what, though, guys, you know
1: I, I didn't mention this in the opener, it but will, I'll, I, I'm going to let you. Let I'm just going to let Newberry read the title here mm-hmm. of what the last oh, video for Matthew Parker is going to be. At the end, we'll put it towards the end. End here.
2: of the show. We'll 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 save it for Parker's final thoughts. But Parker is providing four Super Bowl prop bets, like like we knew he would. He is Mister Prop. Exactly. He on. is Prop Bet Parker. So that'll be in his final takes. You can just skip right ahead if you want to, but we've got some juice in the middle of this. Yeah, there's some good stuff to talk about what, here. This, this, the way <laughs> I broke it down for this game mm-hmm. was in pieces. Yep. It's Kansas City versus Philly, but the first thing I wrote down was coaches. Yep. We have Andy Reid. Yep. Versus Murray. Nick Sirianni. Yep. He's about my age, about yep. 41. Coaching advantage goes to. Got to be Andy Reid. Got to be Andy Reid. I man. mean, there's no question. Andy Reid <clears throat> is 3-0 and versus his former team, the Philadelphia Eagles. Can Nick Sirianni cook up a little something here? Maybe that's the advantage of Nick is we don't have much tape on Nick.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, do you look at Nick Sirianni and the Philadelphia Eagles and say, man, I'm worried about Nick Sirianni drawing up a game plan? It's I, I think know. it's I, I think it's I think it's more the talent that he has amassed. Now now, does that mean that he's not a good coach? I'm not saying that at all. But when you look across the field, you've got a guy who now all of a sudden we're not talking about Bill Belichick. Now all of a sudden, everybody is talking about Andy Reid the way they talked about Bill Belichick 10 years ago. He's developing his own coaching, his family coaching tree you know people that have have come up oh, under him I know all about that tree and e- Duval. Exactly so i mean that's the thing i mean we're looking at this now uh is Sirianni a good coach i don't know if he's a good coach or not it's hard to say whenever he's got just a you know a slew of offensive weapons i don't i'm not going to sit here and act like he's coached him up just my opinion all right. i'm just saying I don't. I think it's
2: what an. I think it's going to be very interesting. We we said in our promotional pieces, you know, Andy Reid versus his former team. But in one way, I can see it as they're scouting reports on what Andy Reid's going to do. Mm-hmm. They're not much out there about Nick. Yeah. So you're saying that maybe they maybe
1: Nick Sirianni has some some tricks in the bag that that no one knows about because we just don't have the tape on it. Is that what we're saying here? He could. I don't know if we're going to see the Philly special with Nick Foles oh, catching a touchdown in this Super Bowl. Well, I mean, uh, I don't know if you have to have that with Jalen Hurts at quarterback, but that, that we'll talk about well, that.
2: Could it be A.J. Brown throwing a pass to Devontae Smith?
1: I mean, I've, right. we, we, as, as Titans fans, we've seen him throw the ball before. So, I mean, he, mm. I know he can. All right. Um, I, w- w- it'll be interesting for sure. A lot of weapons on both sides I, on offense. I,
2: I tend to agree with you, though. If I'm looking just at my first column here, coaches, mm-hmm. I lean towards Andy Reid. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Next is quarterbacks, Patrick Mahomes versus Jalen Hurts. What I wrote was injuries may play a role here. It's the bum ankle mm-hmm. versus the shoulder questions. Yeah,
1: and uh, it's going to be which one does one of them show up? You know, uh, like Parker said in his opener, there uh, they say he's okay, but is he? I don't. You know, he falls on that shoulder one one good time, and it, is it is it hurt again? Same thing across the field. Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes, if he gets tackled awkwardly, you know, goes to the sideline, slips on something when he's trying to run out of bounds, this is, is we're going to have a problem there again. Of course, Patrick Mahomes has showed that he's willing to stay in the game and just stand in the pocket. Um, but uh, it, it kind of significantly diminishes part
2: of the, the game plan that is Patrick Mahomes' offense. When I'm thinking about the quarterbacks, <clears throat> I don't even think this is close. I no. think uh, Patrick Mahomes is in a completely different league level. Mm-hmm. But then Jalen Hurts and taking nothing away from your MVP caliber season. Yep. I just, quite frankly, don't think you're the same quarterback as Patrick Mahomes. I guess that doesn't mean that you're not a good NFL player. Mm-hmm. But when I think quarterback, I've way the big advantages. Kansas City here again. Mm-hmm. So already in two columns, I've had a check mark in Kansas City on both sides.
1: Well, I mean, you. In all fairness to Jalen Hurts, look at who we're comparing him to. Right? But I mean, we got to—that's the match. No, no, one hundred percent. In no way, like Brad said, we are not sitting here saying that Jalen Hurts. I mean, look, we are—we are the last people. Look, we—we we got some of us anyway, have a little bit of egg on our face from this preseason prediction that we made. Oh, two seasons um, in a row we yeah. said the, the Eagles don't have a quarterback. Yeah. and he, he just balled on us. Now, in my defense, in the discussion that we had in the comments, and we really appreciate all your comments, go ahead and comment down below what you think your prediction is going to be this year. Well, tell us about your comparison of these quarterbacks. But in the comments section of our prediction show, we had a very actually, – actually, I think it was a very productive conversation – about Jalen Hurts. And I think that we've spelled out that, look, we're not saying that he couldn't improve, but it was, he had to improve leaps and bounds. Did he improve leaps and bounds? Probably. I mean, it looks like it as as, just looking at the numbers, but I mean, according to Parker, Mm. did he, did he have a year where he kind of just caught everybody at the right time? But again, we're going against Patrick Mahomes, man. It's hard to it's hard to pick against the guy.
2: Yeah, you
1: kind of um, end up looking like an idiot.
2: I think Hertz will play just fine. Uh, before we go further, we just got an email, Blake. You want to pull up this? Email? We got a prediction from one of our good friends in San Francisco. Yep. There, what's he saying here? Oh, this is from our good buddy, good
1: friend of the show, Christian McCaffrey, giving his prediction on the Super Bowl, or at least what he hopes happens. I hope both teams lose. <laughs> You know
2: what? I heard my brother say something like, my older brother used to say, I hope both teams die. I mean, (laughs) let me ask you something. Seeing this quote,
1: does that make you a bigger CMC fan or less of a CMC Mm. fan? Put that down in the comments down there below. Because I'm going to tell you right now, I like it. I love it. I I love hearing that competitive streak out of (laughs) professional players. Sometimes I think they get a little bit too nice. So, I love
2: seeing the mean streak. Sorry, I just saw the, the breaking news over here in our inbox.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? We're not going to do that at the end. We're going to do that right after the Super Bowl prediction because I think it is worthy of a few minutes. What are you talking about? I'm talking about that right there.
2: Oh, we'll, we'll talk <laughs> about that. That's not what a this about. Uh, Let's see. What else? We got other storylines, man. Hit the next one. No, no, no. Up here. We're going right there. So, same ones that always. Brothers are in the house, oh my Travis. Gosh. Kelsey and his brother Jason are going to be on the same field, making mom and daddy week. Well, um, you know, this
1: is what the media is. This is all the media has been talking about the entire week. Did you know that Travis Kelsey is brothers with Jason Kelsey? <laughs> oh, no, no, sure. Yeah, I mean, really guys, okay. that's, that's all we're talking about all week.
2: Um, I love this though on uh, <laughs> Jason Kelsey on times he hates his brother this week or when we're fighting over leftovers after Thanksgiving.
1: You know they have a podcast and I don't know the name of it, but they have a podcast that they do together. It is actually quite entertaining. Highly recommend it for you guys. Y'all go check oh, that yeah. out. Very entertaining. The Kelseys, you gotta love Jason Kelsey. One of I mean, a very 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 good center. I mean, I don't know if nope, I, no, I do Do we dare we say Hall of Fame Center? I don't know. Maybe I if he wins his Super, do. maybe I don't know how centers win Super Bowls, but yeah.
2: he will but have his hands full with the uh, Chris Jones, yeah, the defensive will. tackle for the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Travis Kelsey's looking to become the first tight end to earn MVP in a Super Bowl game. Yeah, he could. He really could. He's one of
1: those big offensive weapons on that uh, Kansas city sideline. Uh, and he's just kind of, you know, where Tony Romo had Jason Witten, you know, uh, tr- uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes has Travis Kelsey. It's like, they, they know each other's moves. They know their mannerisms. They just kind of give each other a look and all of a sudden we have a hot route in the making. So you kind of love watching the, ch- the chemistry there, the athleticism of Travis Kelsey. Um, it's impressive and uh it, for a lot of against a lot of teams it's just not fair
2: so I'm going to give you a couple of names from each team that some of you might not just initially think of but see if they elicit any emotion sure. from you the Kansas City Chiefs key players to watch in this game both running backs Jared McKinnon mm-hmm. and I'm gonna butcher the last name Isaiah Pacheco. What do you That's think? That's right. What do you think about the run backs?
1: Uh, I think that they are two. I mean, I really like Pacheco a lot. Hard I, hard I, runner, hard nose, man. I like him a lot. Uh, but McKinnon, he he gets I mean, they they move the ball. What do you say? Um, having a, a good hard running running back like Pacheco, McKinnon gets in there and he does his thing too. Having that to compliment Patrick Mahomes over the top. And you know Travis Kelsey being Travis Kelsey and doing Travis Kelsey things, uh, it's it's a recipe for disaster for for defenses.
2: Then on the Eagles side on offense, I wrote down the obvious: AJ Brown, yep, Devonte Smith, yep. I don't know that the Kansas City secondary can can cover this. Parker said they better do a zone. Yeah and i don't disagree brown may just completely kill him i mean it, it,
1: it, putting one guy on on a.j brown is a very tall order for you to ask of somebody because he just manhandles him he literally goes up and he literally puts his arms around him and runs with him and catches the ball behind their back it's kind of embarrassing he kind of he kind of treats them like little kids um so yeah, I think zone is probably the the way to go and and the big question on uh, for offense on f- with the Eagles is uh the big question with the Eagles is is can Jalen Hurts get the ball there? Can he perform mm-hmm. on this big of a stage? Uh which I, I agree with Parker's assessment too. They're going to throw some different blitzes at him. They're any tomorrow. No. This is it right here. You're digging in you're pulling out all the tricks here.
2: But to to the <laughs> Eagles' advantage is um, they're healthy on the offensive line. Yep, got the offensive linemen back, all of them. Uh, mm-hmm. You've got Miles Sanders to take some pressure off of the quarterback. Jalen Hurts will we'll use his wheels here. Mm-hmm. I'm interested to see if this is one of the prop bets that pops up later in Parker's props. But yeah, we haven't even heard leave, it. So leave nothing on. You know, let it all hang out. This is it. This is for the chip. Yep. Hurts might have a hundred yards in the first half. Miles yep. Sanders run the ball behind Kelsey. Yep. Yep. I, I
1: I mean, there's no question that in order for this game to be for the Eagles to be successful, uh, they have to have production both throwing and running the ball from Jalen Hurts. There's there's just no getting around it. They need every single advantage they can get and having Jalen Hurts run the ball for I mean, 60, 70, 80, 90, 100 yards is mm. that that would change mm. the outlook of the game.
2: Yep. How about defense? So, for the Eagles, I wrote down their linebackers are two names we need to watch or listen for as we're going throughout this game. TJ Edwards, Hassan Reddick, they add both in the run game. Mm-hmm. They, they get in there in the correct positions and stuff yep. to run. They can also drop back in zones to play defense. They're going to be names to watch when you're talking about what do you do with Kelsey? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a lot of it is going to be
1: uh, gap discipline, rushing lane discipline. Uh, somebody's going to have to knock Kelsey off his route early. That's going to be really hard because he's just a big, strong dude. He's, he's kind of the second coming of Gronk out there. You know, knocking him off of his route is kind of difficult. But then again, even though sometimes you can do that, it doesn't work. Uh, but they're going to have to pull out all the stops. They're going to have to play disciplined on defense. They can't over-pursue uh, and give up contain on, on Patrick Mahomes because he will make you pay if you do. Uh, so, yeah, those linebackers are going to be key. Uh, with their gap discipline and being able to uh, drop
2: back in the zone, like you said. And the two names to listen for for the Kansas City defense, they're both on the defensive line. I've got defensive end Frank Clark, mm-hmm. defensive tackle Chris Jones, had 15 and a half sacks this year. Complete game wrecker. He wrecked the Cincinnati Bengals' yep. offensive patchwork offensive line by himself. Mm-hmm. If they can get pressure, that's going to help their younger secondary with all the weapons that the Eagles have. What do you see here as a, uh, the, the deciding factor? Do you have, are you even ready for a pick? Parker's leaning chiefs. Uh, I mean, so
1: I'm, I can't, I can't sit here and say that, that, you know what, I'm going to let you go ahead and pick because I, I've got to figure out how I'm going to explain what I'm
2: about to say. <laughs> all right. So my final thoughts, <laughs> the Kansas city defensive line will not have the same success against the Philadelphia offensive line. They won't see me over here smiling. See
1: me over here smiling. The
2: Philadelphia defensive line can get pressure, pressure without blitzing. We know Parker's already said it. If you blitz Patrick Mahomes, you're dead meat. Yep but the Eagles can get pressure without blitzing. I wrote down man for man. Philadelphia has the better defense. Show me one more little thing here that I have for you. This leads into my pick. The winner of the last eight Super Bowl coin tosses has gone on to lose each and every game. My prediction, the Kansas City Chiefs will win. The coin toss. <laughs> <laughs> but the Philadelphia Eagles win the Super Bowl 30 to 20. So so we're split. Blake's the tiebreaker. Now I kind of wish that I had
1: gone first. Blake is the tiebreaker. So almost everything that you just said I was about to say, uh, I'm sitting here looking at the Philadelphia defense. Um, You're right. They can – we've always said on this show, time and time again, it's a broken record on this show. The way to beat Patrick Mahomes is you don't send extra guys. You Get pressure with four. Yes. They have the ability on that defensive line to do so. They got the guys to do it.
2: Like 70 sacks this year.
1: Yes. And while Patrick Mahomes can hurt you with his legs, I don't think – I don't think he is the kind of guy that's going to beat you with his legs, particularly given that he's had an ankle injury and it could potentially show up again. I don't think that's necessarily what's going to happen. I think what's going to happen is they're going to get the pressure with the four guys. They're going to have everything covered. And on offense, I just have this feeling. I Daddy's got a feeling over here. Jalen Hurts is going to be a force to be reckoned with, Not, not necessarily with his arm, but I think he could be. But I think he will rush for over 100 yards in this game, and he will lead them
2: to victory. Shout out to tight end Dallas Goddard. Yep. I mean, you look out over the middle. Yep. They've got a tight end too, but uh, yep. those are our predictions. Stay tuned for Parker's props coming up a little bit later. We're going to go into our new segment where we're going around the world. We are dudes discussing sports, all mm-hmm. sports getting ready for our little two-minute take segment. And uh, you ready to start this thing? let's go for it. We're going to go right to the NBA, and the Brooklyn Nets are making headlines. This team has traded away both Kyrie and Kevin Durant late in the night, last night on Wednesday night. The Suns pull off a trade and acquire Kevin Durant. They had to give up draft picks and players. Where does this leave the Suns? I mean, world. there have been a lot of people today, and I kind
1: of tend to agree that the Suns might have just won the West with this, with this addition. They really might have. You know, you're looking now. Everybody's sitting here saying this is the big knock on Kevin Durant. He's been hurt a lot. He's had the knee problems mm. lately. But you're putting him on a team where they've got a lot of weapons. You know, you're looking at Chris Paul being on there, too. Uh, I look at this and I'm like, Man, could this be the missing piece for him? I think this puts him in a great position in the West. And it's hard not to think that Phoenix is the not the place to be right now in the NBA.
2: I do believe that most would consider the Suns the favorites in the West. Now you have the guards. You already mentioned yep. one with Chris Paul. You have Devin Booker. Yep. Kevin Durant's now there. Yep. Um, with the big three, that's always been the big thing. The big three. If you can just get three yep. together to play some hoops. Now, the other trade was earlier in the week. Kyrie Irving goes to Dallas, and it seemed like LeBron James was none too happy. Well, I mean, you know, he's looking around at, at these
1: big name, big marquee players and these guys that are really productive. And he's like, why can't I get some help like that? Why can't you make a deal for me like that? This is a guy that's trying to last as long as he can in he, his career. He's trying to play with his son. He is. I mean, we, you guys saw it on our show last week. He, he has the quote that he's been or he has been quoted that he wants to be able to play with his son eventually.
2: But Nets, you're making headlines. But is it for the right reasons? We'll see. On to the next topic. We are asking the question, what's next for one Tom Brady? He has recently retired. Tom Brady says that he's going to start with his broadcasting career at Fox in 2024. That didn't take long. No. Nah. But what about next year? Is he taking the year off, Blake? Uh, Yeah, I mean, look,
1: I I don't think Tom is capable of being – far away from football <laughs> i don't think i think he has an addiction and it is made of pigskin he is he loves football he has given uh everything that he has uh to um to football so i uh i don't think he's going to be gone for long
2: yeah there's one uh one person on the super bowl fox team this year mm-hmm. that's Kind of happy at least he's not coming next year Greg Olson says I'm glad Sunday won't be my last game with the Fox number one crew I mean uh, he already know the writings uh, on the wall yeah I mean what does that say what does that say to everybody
1: about Greg Olson I mean uh, does that mean that everybody doesn't like the Fox crew
2: well I mean if if Tom Brady comes calling he got no other choice but to go well, down no, the
1: peg right again I mean just like anything else with t- to do with Tom Brady if he wanted to come to Nashville, the Tennessee Titans wouldn't have told him no. No. If he wanted to go to Las Vegas, they were not going to tell him no. No. If he wanted to go to freaking San Francisco, no one was going to tell him no. What happens if he is-
2: wanted to go to Kansas City?
1: Dude,
2: <laughs> talk about controversy. I don't know that it ever would have come down but to any, that. But- any more thoughts about the, Tom Brady? Does he, so we know what 2024 is. Can he rebuild any of his family life next year? Is he really going to take a year off of football? Well,
1: I think that's the big question, Mark. I hope for him and his family's sake that he does so. But,
2: again, it is. And our final two-minute topic, we're going to go with the Tennessee Titans promoting Kelly, Mr. Kelly, Mr. Kelly, (laughs) to be their offensive coordinator. What is your initial thought about – the higher we saw that they interviewed plenty yep uh my my initial thought I'll save it for just a minute, but my initial thought is kind of negative
1: yeah so what do you think you're you're more the Titans fan so a lot of Titans fans are up in arms right now really? um, I don't know why they're so well, bad though they I mean, just like anything else you know it is it is a knee jerk reaction. Whenever you promote with from within, particularly when you had an offense that just, quite frankly, uh, shit the bed, Uh, like the Titans' offense did last year, even, you know, with one of the best running backs probably in the history of the sport, honestly. But I mean, still, you you don't have the weapons around you that you need. You're not running the type of offense that you need. Then you fire the offensive coordinator, then you hire somebody who was an offensive assistant. Uh, It gives them. Kind of just negative thoughts that they are, it's more of the same. Um, Was he really that involved in the offense? I'm not really sure. I think that once people kind of stop and and think about it a little bit, I think that they'll probably calm
2: down. I believe I heard Vrabel say, but this was in an effort to try to like build him up a little bit. He Mm -hmm. said that Kelly wasn't just like the passing game coordinator, but he helped a lot on first and second downs. Right. He said that to try to build it up. But to me, I look at him like, you're pretty predictable on first right. and second downs. I don't know that that's a compliment. Well,
1: and you, but, but you, you know, if you're trying to defend him, you're sitting here saying, how productive can you really be or how yeah, can agree. you be as a part-time offensive coordinator? You know, uh, I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, again, Vrabel made the comment. He didn't think that everything on the team's broken. Uh, and he thinks that, that Tim Kelly was part of that. I do think
2: this – Definitely means Tanny Hill's the coach, or, or Tanny Hill's the quarterback.
1: I would totally agree. I and would.
2: We are going to – we're not going to put up the clock, but we do have a special two-minute from Parker on this subject with the Titans promoting Kelly to the offensive coordinator. Titans have been making a lot
0: of moves, obviously, this offseason with the coaching staff, with the general manager. And as far as this offensive coordinator, Titans fans – are ready to burn down Twitter after Tim Kelly was announced as the offensive coordinator. I mean, this isn't surprising if you follow us on Twitter. If you go back a month ago to the day, we hint how this was likely the outcome. because Everybody was fired, but guess who? Tim Kelly. I mean, they brought him in as a former offensive coordinator for a reason. If you hate the hire, you're looking at it through the offense sucked last year. So why would we hire from within? Which is a good argument, but I personally think you got to look a little bit deeper than that. You know, I don't think Kelly was that involved. Sure, he was the passing game coordinator, but for what? Like, Malik to throw to NWI? I could commission Picasso to paint me a portrait, and if I handed him nothing but a snot and a rock, like, what's he going to come up with, right? Like, if you got out, you're only as good as your weapons that are out on the field at at the time. And I want to go back to my initial thoughts of Kelly of when they hired him as the passing game coordinator. Hey. Under Kelly, Davis Mills had a franchise record-setting rookie season. He also led the NFL in red zone passing as a rookie. I mean, that's crazy. He had an offense. Brandon Cooks was setting records. And under Kelly's watch, NFL sexual predator Deshaun Watson had his lone standout season. You know, and as of this making sense for some continuity, this does tell me that Tanny's going to be back. I, I believe I thought that would be the case anyway with the, the money situation. It's not a splash hire, I'll give you that. that. That's for sure. But I think I remain cautiously optimistic with the hire. And just a quick word, guys, about the new GM and maybe even as important, the assistant GM. It really, I love this. It appears that they're going to run a Cleveland type model of how to build a franchise, which was really smart and going really well until they sold their souls for the devil, but they were on the right track. So as far as Tim Kelly goes, I'm optimistic. Titans fans don't jump off the cliff just yet. I I do think that there's some method to this madness.
1: Well, I mean, it's hard to argue with Parker's logic. I I do think that we're all kind of on the same page here. Wasn't a sexy hire. Uh, but Parker did kind of allude allude to that. This was probably the outcome of this search. And, and
2: um and my 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 theory behind it was after all this has settled, if Rabel really thought this was the answer all along, it almost felt like he sabotaged last season to me. Because he could have promoted Kelly at any time last year with how bad things were going, it was would look like the great game in Green Bay. And then you had the incident with the drinking on the team plane, and then it all went to hell after that. He could have pulled that plug any time. Why didn't he just go ahead and do it? Well, allow me to add to your conspiracy theory. Oh.
1: Was he doing? Was he sabotaging it to get rid of J. Rob? Take that and run with it, Titans Twitter. Mm. Go ahead and run with that. But you know what? I trust variable. I really do. Whatever his method was, I'm sure there's a reason for it. But, guys, that's a show for us tonight. Appreciate you joining us again. Go ahead and comment down below. Tell us what you think about the Kyrie and KD trade. Tell us what you think the implications are going to be for the NBA, uh, particularly out there in the West. Sounds like fantasy is going to be a force to be reckoned with. Just leave
2: LeBron in the dust after he's setting records, all-time scoring records. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Is, Is LeBron the GOAT? That might be another show. That might be for another
2: show right there, guys. (laughs) I don't. Maybe I should save it. Yeah. Blake's asking, is he the greatest player of all time? I argue he might not even be top three Laker of all time.
1: (laughs) Goodness gracious. On the way out the door. Mm. Guys, again, leave your comments down below. We'll interact with you. Really appreciate you joining us. Go ahead and hit that like and subscribe button on your way out. Give us a follow and rumble follow and a rumble on rumble check us out on all our social media facebook instagram tiktok and twitter you can download all the audio podcast audio versions of these podcasts on your favorite podcasting platform newberry it's time for your favorite part of the show it is final final thoughts thoughts. and we're gonna let
0: blake lead it off this week i'm gonna lead
1: it off because we had as we were recording this show tonight february 9th we got (laughs) breaking news you're hearing it right here breaking news out of the Big 12 and the SEC. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, breaking news. We're just going to read this headline. Texas, Oklahoma leaving Big 12 early, joining SEC in 2024 season after reaching exit agreement
2: one year early.
1: Guys, we have been talking about this for about a year now. We've been we'll, we'll tag it up here in the corner. We've been talking about this super conference thing. We've been talking about the Big 12 dying the Big 12 is going away. It's being poached by every single co- conference. Guess what? The SEC just took your most valuable two programs in the Big 12, and they're coming over p- to play with the big boys. How will they fare in the SEC? I don't know. I would
2: love to hear your comments down below. We're going to see. And you know how the SEC did it? They paid a combined $100 million to get this done early because the SEC can do that.
1: Yes, because guess what, guys? It just means more. Mm.
2: My final thoughts I wanted to give a quick shout out to the quarterback of the Jacksonville Jaguars he had it himself a week this week fellas. Yes he did. It was the it was the Trevor. He, week. he had a week there at the Super Bowl. Everybody oh, Super loves Bowl,
1: the Trevor.
2: Bowl, the Pro Bowl games.
1: Yeah, the games, yeah. He got, he got you, to know, throw you guys the ball go around. check out the short we, we put out about. We
2: see Derrick Henry here giving a little Duval love to, to Trevor. We we see Peyton Oops, Manning sorry. hanging out with the uh, you know number 16 he he picked number sixteen because he loved. He thought he was going to go to Knoxville. Blake. Yeah, he did. Old Butch Jones screwed that he up, did. didn't he? He loves some. He loves some Peyton Manning. We also saw him hanging out with oh, <laughs> mega star Snoop, Snoop D O Double G. D O Double G. Look at him giving the West Side. Mm-hmm. But Trevor probably. I'm not saying that he is the best. I'm not saying that he's in the top three. Probably see him in the Pro Bowl game some more. As his career progresses here.
1: I would say so. Look, I mean, Trevor's a very likable guy. He's got some substantial talent. God willing, he stays healthy. I think he'll be in the Pro Bowl Bowl plenty of times for the rest of his career.
2: And what we've all been waiting for, Parker's final thoughts. We're going to hear Parker's prop bets for this year's Super Bowl. Here we go, baby.
0: All right, fellas. It's fun picking the game and breaking it down. But this is the best part about it. Props, right? There's all these crazy ones from how long will the int- the anthem be to how you know what what's Rihanna gonna sing first. I've got a lot that I like, but I've broke this down to my favorite four, two that I actually think will hit, one semi-long prediction that, that's gonna be a good shot, and then just a crazy long shot for just a glimmer of hope that could come through. And I think you're going to like all of these. So let's start with the two that I think actually will hit. One is McKinnon under nine and a half yards for his longest rush. And I would play this down even lower. Well, I think the Eagles passing defense might be overrated. As I laid out earlier, their run defense has played eight top 10 matchup and they've held up very well on all those. I can see that happen again on top of their defense being really good against the run. McKinnon has only gone over this prop this year five times in 88 rushing attempts. And the last time he did it, there's been 24 rushing attempts since then. And guess how many times he's had it in that span? None. I mean, I, I just, this one feels like I'm taking crazy pills. CEH is also probably going to play some, get some snaps in this game. But is turning into that guy. He is really their running back now. Their, 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 their lead guy. McKinnon only ever even averages four rushing attempts per game, and that's when everything's normal. I think this guy might get two handoffs in this game, and I think it's a safe assumption to think not these aren't going to go for 10 yards. My other one I think that hits is Mahomes, more than three and a half rushing attempts. This is, this is starting to go up. It might be four and a half by the time you guys record this. Uh, I know Mahomes has a high ankle sprain. Uh, But, you know, he's had a few extra weeks to get healthy. On top of that, this is it, man. This is the Super Bowl. This is when it's gut check time. This is when you've got time to heal up. And Mahomes is not, you know, going to pull the Cam Newton where he's too scared to do something. He's going to absolutely go for it. And on top of that, you know what else counts as a rushing attempt in the NFL? A kneel down. And that goes well with my Kansas City Chiefs pick there because if he's at three, kneels it down to win this game. We go over on that. All right, now let's get to some fun ones. The next one, a little bit of a long shot here, is Jody Fortin. Fortson. Jody Fortson, the one of the Chiefs' tight ends here. At any time, touchdown. And if you're filling Randy, a first touchdown. And let, let me lay the, the case for this. Since 2021, Fortson has just 14 catches for the Chiefs. However, four of them are for touchdowns. And when you look all across the NFL, there are hundreds of different types of formations and schemes all across the league. But the Chiefs' 13 personnel, which is one running back, one wide receiver, and three tight ends, is the most efficient, effective personnel in all of the NFL. Everything. And the Eagles are one of the worst defenses at guarding this. So my thought process is, let's see if the Chiefs get down uh, the 5, 10-yard line. They come out in this 13 personnel, and everybody is looking over at Travis Kelsey. And our boy, Fortson, is wide open in the corner. Or an easy strike from Mahomes to, to hit for us, all right. So, you can't come with the prop game without having a crazy long shot. And this long shot is so long ten dollars, we get you about sixteen hundred dollars. And that is to give me Sky Moore to win MVP. Now, when you go for these long shots, most of them have no chance at winning, so you want to get something. Where I mean, there's a reason why it's so long, right? But you want to at least give it a shot, right? This one I think has a one percent shot of coming true. Sky Moore is the punt return. What happens when Sky Moore? It's a close game, and he breaks one to win the, to, to to win the to get the the lead in the third quarter, or he breaks one at the beginning of the game. Also, wide receivers are hurt for the Chiefs. What if? What if Kadarius gets hurt, which he's known for doing? What if Juju's not a factor? And Sky Moore's just the guy. What if he goes out of seven catches for 100 yards and a touchdown? Also, if you're thinking, well, you know, Mahomes might hit Kelsey in the last minute to win the game. Guys, I, do, I know they press these guys in the press boxes to get the, the MVP voting out quicker. The, these votes are usually in with about three to four minutes left in the game. So that little bit at the end doesn't, Always factor into their thinking. Let's just hope Sky Moore gets that touchdown with 30 seconds to go. So there it is for you, fellas. I like uh, Sky Moore, MVP. Jody Fortson, anytime touchdown, first touchdown. I feel like it. Mahomes more than three and a half rushing attempts. And McKinnon, under nine and a half yards for his longest rush. And if you wanted to do his total yards, that would work as well.
2: Yes My sir. God, I missed
0: that bald head. I've loved to hear the takes.
2: Let's make some money. Let's with everybody Parker. make some money.
1: Guys, enjoy the Super Bowl this weekend responsibly. Get out there, root for your team. Get the comments going on Twitter. We love you guys. We'll see you next week. We appreciate DDS Nation. But Thank as you. always, it is two tone blue all the way. You guys be well.